Welcome to the Closer and Closer podcast, a podcast about expanding your creative capacity. Each week, we interview inspiring creatives to help you grow your freelance career. All right, let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Closer and Closer podcast. If you're familiar with our podcast, you might be a little bit confused hearing my voice right now. My name is Andrea, and I'm a part of the marketing and partnerships team here at Closer and Closer, and I'm going to be filling in for Tristan today. And to my virtual left, I have... Dave Arcade. I am a... (laughs) Thank you. I am uh, an artist on the Closer and Closer um, roster, Dave. And uh, I, I specialize in organized chaos. And our guest today is the wonderful and amazing Helen Lee. She's an Australian illustrator. So back-to-back Australians uh, with Dave Coleman last week. She currently lives in Warsaw, Poland, and has an MFA in illustration from the School of Visual Arts in New York City. Helen Lee, welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me. Of course. Yeah, we're so excited to have you on. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Um, that was a really nice intro. <laughs> short, sweet, to the short, point. We exactly. <laughs> yeah, so, so I, I know that we went over, sorry, we know we went over some of the basics in the intro, but, mm-hmm. you know, if you could tell us a little bit more about yourself and your work and everything that you do here. Okay, so I guess I'm also an illustrator on the Closer and Closer roster. Um, I was born in China. I grew up in Australia, I studied in New York, and now I live in Warsaw, Poland. So I've been to a few places around the world. Um, The kind of illustrations I do, I guess they're fun and colorful. I dabble a little bit in animation here and there, and also I dabble in tattooing. Nice. That's a little bit about myself. Yeah, that was actually something that I didn't really know about you until I checked out your Instagram. You know, anytime Mm -hmm. I thought of Helen Lee, I immediately thought illustration because that's what you do here at Closer and Closer. But your tattooing is actually really amazing as well. Thank you. Um, Yeah. So which one came first for you, the tattooing or the illustration? Definitely illustration. Um, That's what I've always wanted to do. You didn't didn't know tattooing people? (laughs) I just came out just tattooing (laughs) all the doctors, all the nurses. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, it was illustrating first for me, for sure, because um, I think since I can remember, definitely it was drawing. Um, mm-hmm. Tattooing is a pretty new thing for me. I've only really? been tattoo- Yes, yes, very new. I've only been tattooing for like two years, on and off. Oh, wow. So nice. not super long. And I started tattooing mostly because it was really helping my social anxiety which I developed as an illustrator. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, yeah. What, so what, I was. So tell us about that. What, like, what? So, well, maybe you don't want to tell us about that. Tell us about oh, your no, social I, anxiety. But if you're I love talking it. about my social anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> I got really bad social anxiety when I moved to Warsaw, and I started full time illustrating. So I was just at home every day drawing nonstop, which, you know, of course I loved, but then, you know, my best friend became my dog. It was really difficult to go outside to even go to the shops because I just wasn't used to it and I wasn't meeting people at all. So I really needed this social interaction. Well, for the first year or so, I didn't think I needed people (laughs) because I was like, 
everyone, all my friends are online. I don't need people. I create my <laughs> own worlds and my illustrations. But then I just found it really hard to like go to the post office, for example. It just took yeah. me so much energy just to get there. So, what do you think that was? Because it was at like a brand new place, and you were like, I literally have to yeah. start over. Yeah, it was it was like a combination of that. So I had a lot of like adjustment anxiety on top of social anxiety, also like work anxiety, just this is a whole ball of anxiety. Wow. So I, I needed to like um find some activities where I would be in contact with like new people, different people, and just mm -hmm. kind of condition myself to being a balanced human being. Yeah. <laughs> Because I tried yeah. doing co-working and stuff, but it's really hard, you know. I yeah. would go to co-working, you'd sit there, but you wouldn't really talk. You'd just literally still be in your own space. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, my sister-in-law is actually a tattoo artist. And she we started tattooing at the same time. And she was like, hey, you know, you can draw. Why not <laughs> tattoo? It's like drawing on people's skin. And I was like, you know what? I think it's time to give it a go just because, sure, I can draw. This shouldn't be too hard. So I did like an apprenticeship and it's super hard. Tattooing is nothing like illustration. Yeah. Uh, so tell, tell us about that. Like I, I know what it feels like to draw a line on paper and, and a Wacom mm -hmm. tablet or Wacom. Who cares? Does anybody know the real pronunciation? But <laughs> what is like, describe that difference in, in feel. Like what does it feel like to tattoo versus illustration? Oh, oh my gosh. I think illustration, it's like, you know, when you learn how to ride a bike, you never forget and you just get better uh -huh. at it. Sure. Tattooing is kind of like you're a beginner driver, but you're driving on someone's skin. <laughs> <laughs> it's super, super stressful. So I went in to help my anxiety, but I got a new kind of anxiety <laughs> by tattooing people. Because <laughs> there's so much responsibility involved, you know. Because, you know, a client is coming to you. First of all, you have to make them feel safe because they're coming to you in a very vulnerable situation. You're going to be in a very intimate environment together. So you have to make sure, hey, you're in a safe space. I'm going to look after you. It's all going to be okay. Then you have the responsibility of, you know, opening up their bodies yeah. and creating something that will last on them forever. Oh Which was good for me in in the sense that it helped me, you know, be able to talk to people and it really built on my person-to-person -person communication. Mm -hmm. But then I was, like, cold sweating a lot, just a lot of sweating. <laughs> so I was tattooing people going, oh, my God, this better be good because I know this is going to be on this person forever. So No joke. It's a that, lot of pressure. <laughs> it just seems like, yeah, like it would be – like there's something super satisfying, especially like a mechanical pencil, let's say on, on like a toothy piece of paper, right? Like when mm -hmm. you pull it, you can even see like the little shards of the lead coming off the Yeah, lead. it's so satisfying. But a person's body would be that, that would be, seems like it'd be like taking a, like a drumstick on a waterbed or something like <laughs> Just a totally different, like that. It's completely different. Yeah. I don't think I can even explain it in words. You'll just have to try find it. a really brave friend. I'm going to try it on my son's after this. Yeah, or yourself, or yourself, I guess. And yeah. you can, because skin has this tension and 
once you put the needle in, you can kind of feel it. So you kind of know how deep to go. But of course, that's like a learning curve as well. When I started my apprenticeship, I was tattooing fruit. A lot, lots of bananas, lots of oranges. And I was like, I'm great at this. But then, of course, um, the tattoo artist who was training me was like, yeah, it's completely different on like a living, breathing human. Also, fruits don't bleed. Yeah. Yeah, I got got really sick once because I was tattooing a raw chicken. I was just practicing. (laughs) And then I put the needle on my tongue and just drove a bunch of salmonella into my tongue. Yeah. And Damn. I got so sick. No, I'm just kidding. I never did that. <laughs> that was a frightening image, Dave. Can you imagine how dying you'd have to be? It's like, I hope something. that was a joke. <laughs> yeah, I, I love to uh, depict uh, me doing the stupidest things ever. So, speaking of illustration and tattooing, mm-hmm. like, does one, does your illustration, obviously, your illustration informs your tattooing. Does your tattooing inform your illustration? Or since you started doing it, have you noticed, like, has it influenced your art? I think so. I think, or maybe not. I haven't really thought about it. I think it does a little bit in the fact that um, when I was purely illustrating, I was using a lot more shape and color. But now I've started tattooing, I've went back to a lot more lines and shading, I think. Interesting. Yeah. So that line work is starting to, to be a little more apparent. Yeah. Yeah. Because... I know a lot of tattoo artists who who work just in shape and color, but that's really difficult. <laughs> yeah. And I think eventually I want to try that out on skin, but I'm just not there yet. Um, yeah, so I think it does. And when I I find a lot of joy in just illustrating little tattoos just because they're so quick and it's almost like a little warm-up for me before I go into like a bigger illustration, a full composition illustration, for example. Yeah, doing like little tattoo designs or like just doing like a flash sheet composition mm-hmm. is like a warm up for me. So a flash sheet, this is something that I think I uh, know what it is just from looking at Instagram, <laughs> hitting mm-hmm. the hashtags, like Googling it. Is that like when you put like um, individual design elements all placed together in one little area? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And it's just, it can be revolving around the theme or not. Yeah. Uh, it's just really up to the person. And it's just almost, it's what you show as your portfolio. Yeah. It, it, or when a client comes in and they want to pick something off the wall, they can look at your flash book or the flash pieces and be like, hey, I like this one. This one speaks to me. And you can just grab it. And it's that person's. That's really cool. Uh, a little confession. I think their flash sheets are really cool. And because I discovered them on Instagram in the digital mm-hmm. format, And because we have an artist on our roster named Alejandro, who you know, who has done them, Mm -hmm. um, I've wanted to do one. You know, I'm like, oh, that's cool. And it's a thing. You should. Like if you 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 tap like distressed unrest hashtag on Instagram, there's a bunch of them. And I'm like, yeah, but then I'm just doing them because everyone else is doing them. And I don't want to like come (laughs) off as a poser. So I've never done one, even though I really want to. And I've, I've accidentally done them. And I still feel like I, isn't that dumb about social media? Like how you won't do something because you found it there and you don't want to be like everyone else. But if I was by myself and there was no internet, I would totally do one of those. A flash sheet. I don't think you have to be a tattoo artist to do a flash sheet. For me, they're just more like illustrated compositions, just fun little things. And, you know, and someone might see us and be like, Hey, 
I wouldn't mind having this as a tattoo and might reach out to you yeah. to ask for your blessing to get a tattoo and pay you, of course. Yeah, that, <laughs> that would be that'd be rad. I'm going to do one because I just got permission from an actual tattoo artist world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now you're not a poser, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for using that. Anyway, <laughs> um, so let's talk about style for a second. You have a really... Um, a really cool style. I I Thank love you. the way that you depict women. You're able to do this thing that where you bring bring these really interesting elements uh, of comedy, uh, mm-hmm. but they're very voluptuous, and you still like maintain this like babeness, this babe quality you. to your to your women, even though they are hilarious at the same time. Like I I this, is that fair? Is that a compliment or not? Oh, it is. Yes, okay. yes. It's definitely something that, it's something that I aim to do. Like, I like having some sort of humor, I guess, or joy, I suppose, in my works. Because, you know, especially now, yeah. <laughs> it's difficult to find bits of joy. And it's it keeps my own optimism up as well. And it's. I think I like to draw what I aspire to be, or at least what I want to see. Yeah. So I like drawing like strong female figures, for example, just because I wish I was strong. (laughs) 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 I think I think every artist kind of does that, right? Like we we draw the things that we wish we had or that we wish we were. Definitely. Um, That was another thing. They they do always look strong. Like this jump roping. Well, you know what? You can't see it as a viewer, but you have this jump roping woman in here, Mm -hmm. and. Like it yes, just knows all things like comedy. She's hot and she's strong. Yeah. And I, just, I, I love it so much. Where did, like, where did this style come from? Like, when did you start to stumble upon mm. your style? Because it is so you, like nobody Thank you. draws like this I really appreciate that. Cause I, I, it was definitely a struggle to find, you know, your own style or your own voice, you know, I guess, all artists struggle with that, you know, trying to find a distinct yeah, for sure. voice to have as their own. It took me a really long time um, because I never really had any artistic training up until I was 25, really? I think. Yeah, I've, I discovered illustration at 24 and I was like, why did nobody tell me about this? That's wild. My whole life, yeah. So I, because I grew up, um, I guess, I was born to be an accountant. I studied mm. business, accounting, and marketing to you know please my parents. Sure, then yeah. I, I eventually went to graphic design. I discovered illustration, and then I went to school for illustration. Okay, so you went to and school was, in your mid-20s, and that's like where? Yes. Okay. Yes. Wow, you got into and the School of Visual Arts in New York just kind of not knowing you wanted to be an artist, but I guess being really good at it. Yeah, I was drawing every day. I, I knew I, I could do this thing okay. that I really liked doing, but no one ever told me that I could make money from it. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> it was just like, hey, you have a cool skill. It was like a cool party trick. But really, yeah. So then when I discovered it was a viable career, I started to really pursue it. Um, and in terms of style, in school, I had no idea what my style was. That's why I went to school because I didn't know who I was or what I wanted to say. Yeah. And then I guess in school, I was just experimenting a lot with medium, with characters, with shape, color, everything. And then finally, it was only after I graduated 
And I got an iPad for my wedding present because <laughs> I got married after school. Um, my parents were like, what do you want? A gold chain? And I was like, useless. <laughs> Get me an iPad. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? A gold chain? That is great. Yes, that's, my, that's what my mom offered me. And I was like, what, to prepare for the war? I, I, <laughs> what do I want a gold chain for? <laughs> that's amazing. So I, I asked for an iPad and I... I got it, and I think it took me a month to get used to the iPad, but then I really started to get into it, and that's when I found this character. Like, I just drew her one day, and I was like, oh, I think this is it. I think I can use this. Oh, wow. And then I started, yeah, it was really, so, I don't know, surprising so almost, for me. It almost emerged like uh, like like a character's designed for a film. Like, you, you stumbled upon a character and that character are you saying that character yeah. is like who you usually like, draw yeah. in all these different forms yeah definitely yeah that is so, so cool yeah so i found like a character for me that kind of i don't know how but i'm like i definitely can use this character and use all the shapes that this character has and all the expressions that it has and i kind of built a world around this character that makes and so that's how sense. i <laughs> and that's how I found, I think, my style. That is brilliant because, like, as an illustrator, you have to reinvent so often. With every project, you have to reinvent. Yeah. Not if you're you because you're just you're taking the project and putting it around this character. It's already designed and it works. Mm. Like, that's yeah. incredible. so far it's worked. It's, it, it translates <laughs> we'll to other characters. Like, uh, in your portfolio, you have some animals. And it's yes. the eye. Did you know that I was going to steal your eyes and then I decided not to? Well, well the, the googly eye I do is pretty generic. It's like a circle within a circle. It's not. It's, <laughs> I, want, I, I want to steal these eyes because there's so many ways you can do eyes true. But um, a lot of artists want to do these type of eyes with the long um, iris, right? Like the ah, yes. hot dog mm -hmm, shaped mm -hmm. iris. But you mm -hmm. do this cool thing where you have a highlight at the top and the bottom area of the hot dog shaped iris and yeah it's like a kidney bean yeah like a kidney bean and and <laughs> it's really again it's it's so helen it's it's rad thank you so yeah i think it's kind of by accident that i found a character well i th when school we had this one project where we had to do like a presentation on our influences and of course i went back and rediscovered how much I love cartoons and like old cartoons yeah, I'm with and that you kind there. of long droopy kidney bean googly eye stuff yep. came up a lot and it's like oh of course I draw eyes this way it's like how I grew up isn't that interesting these cartoons like I, yeah uh, you and I have that similarity in in that I, I I'm just basically drawing cartoon characters um, yes exactly <laughs> yeah you know, I grew up in, in the 80s, and I, I don't draw, like, He-Man or – I don't want to, like, draw, like, an actual person. Like, Hanna-Barbera mm -hmm. cartoons are a lot of, like, uh, the, the actual anatomy of, of a person accurately drawn. Yeah, yes. But um, it's cool because we go back to, like, the Max Fleischer era where – or, like, Popeye or early Disney where they kind of yes, have more definitely. ridiculous body forms and those long eyes. It's, yeah, yeah, it's a little bit more like distorted. I think it's, I like this kind of sense of 
you you recognize the scene, but something is a little bit off. Yeah. So it's got this little bit of like weirdness, so like offbeat tension that I really enjoy, which is also why I really enjoy like Nickel- the old Nickelodeon cartoons. Mm-hmm. They're like oddball characters and you know those crazy expressions yeah yeah I, i've done a lot of work for nickelodeon and uh yeah some of the like ren and stimpy like those amazing really yeah, a, amazing <laughs> illustration from uh oh i forgot his name sorry ren and stimpy creator he's just listening <laughs> right now he's like you sons of bitches um <laughs> So disrespect. Uh, <laughs> disrespect. Uh, l- let's get into um, the fact that you've lived everywhere. So you're <laughs> an Australian yes. living mm-hmm. in Poland who went to school in New York City. Um, yes. what, what, what took you to, to Warsaw, Poland? I got married. I fell in love. Okay. I don't know what I was so expecting. It's, it's like, well, there's a crystal in a mountain that I chased and I found Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, I guess you kind of did that. Yeah. I fell in love and then it just so happened that he's Polish. <laughs> oh, right on. And he's like, yeah, we're not right. leaving here. We're staying here. Well, we met in Australia because uh-huh. he was on a business trip there. We, we met in like a karaoke room. And I was like, hey, That's amazing. I'm 21. You want to hook up and never meet again? And here I am now. <laughs> Plan backfired a little I bit. I know. That what, was, what song did yeah. you sing that night and what song did he sing? I think there must have been some Celine Dion. You I can don't sing remember. Celine Dion? I can't. I tried my best. Okay. But apparently you won me a husband. So. It did. <laughs> Is that why? Is that why he approached you, or did you approach him? Was he like that? Was an amazing Celine Dion. No, no. Dion. We, his friend was hooking up with my friend. Yeah. And then we were kind of like, "Oh, hi." Classic. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you don't have to tell me your husband's name, but this is where I guess his name. Brad. Oh yeah. Oh no. Jason. It's Polish. Polish. It's Polish. Yeah, he's name. Polish. Cedric. Dante. <laughs> it starts with a P. Peter. Uh, Poland. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll stop. Correct. It's Poland. <laughs> I wanted to see how many Polish names you could pull out. I don't know what a Polish name sounds yours, like. What, what's a, uh, Me neither. What's a typical His Polish name? His name is Pavel. Pa- the next thing I was going to yeah, say. Yeah. I know. So close, right? <laughs> yeah, it's close. It's like the Polish equivalent of Paul. Oh, what? Well, I said Peter. It was close. Mm-hmm. See? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying C for. Like, you're supposed to guess that I was... Yeah, anyway. Let's keep going. I'll stop guessing yes. your husband's name. <laughs> um, so that's why I'm here. And also, I got married because uh, my school debt was enormous after studying in New York. And I couldn't yeah. afford to live there anymore. Yeah, hey, that's okay. <laughs> I know what you mean. Uh, we won't ask numbers, but I, I'll tell you mine. I left school with uh, $70,000 in debt. Oh, my God. Like enough debt that I should be able to be like, oh, you broke your wrist? I can fix it. But no, really, oh I can God. just only yeah. draw pictures. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I'm I living my life pretending I don't have school debt. Yeah. And it costs like 600 oh, bucks a month, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean... <laughs> I still have school debt from like my business studies in Australia and mm. they're sending me these really not even passive aggressive. They sending these me these emails. Aggressive saying, aggressive. They're aggressive aggressive. They're like, it doesn't matter where you are in the world, your school debt will always follow you. 
It's in theory, oh the Australian government. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Thanks, guys. I know. I was like, all right, they know I'm here. <laughs> so I know. I was- well, so oh, sorry. Sorry, you go for it. Quick question. Mm -hmm. Would you, so then, because I know that, you know, people have differing opinions that went to art school and kind of did that whole thing. Um, Mm -hmm. And I know Dave has his opinions and we've chatted about it before, but Mm -hmm. if someone came to you and was like, oh, I want to do what you do, would you recommend that they also go to school for it? Or would you say, you know? Oh my God, that's difficult. Yeah. I mean, if they can afford it, sure. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's my takeaway. I I could barely afford it. Like, of course, because I had been working for a long time in mm-hmm. finance, mm. that I worked mm-hmm. for a long time in graphic design. So I had a lot of savings that, you know, helped a lot with going to school and living in New York. Also, I found the cheapest l- living <laughs> situation in New York. I was living in a basement. So it was oh the cheapest rent. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> wow just quietly it was illegal i wasn't technically meant to live <laughs> there but i was but there. if anyone asks this is this is a joke we made yes this, story this is up. A, a hilarious joke that <laughs> i lived in a basement <laughs> did, did you when you went to school did you learn the programs there did you know them already like did you know how to use photoshop and illustrator and all that stuff do you feel like school yes i did because i um I did graphic design, so I knew InDesign oh, gotcha. really, really well. Photoshop, not super well, but I was like an ace at InDesign, which didn't really help in illustration school. <laughs> yeah. Well, just, Except making presents. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no. I, I was just kind of, for my, for two cents for our listeners, uh, to give my quick side of it, Andrea, if for artists out there, if you already know how to um, draw or design, and you feel like you're pretty good at it and you know the programs um and if you can create like a a project for yourself and finish it and if people think it looks good don't go to school because it is too much money i needed to go to school because i didn't like when i got there my first class was a computer class and i'm like this is how you make a folder on the desktop i was like okay cool now i know how to do that Mm -hmm. i didn't even know how to do that so i needed to learn stuff so going to school for me was good but if you already know how to use these programs probably don't go to school use youtube yeah i kind of say i went to school for the community because i I really wanted yeah i really wanted to go to art school because i had never been to any kind of art school and it was like a dream just to meet other artists because I didn't know how. Yeah. <laughs> all my friends, because yeah. all my friends from Sydney, like that's where I'm from, they're all like lawyers or in finance. Mm-hmm. They're great people, sure. but it's kind of, I, I wanted to find these, this kind of like artistic tribe. And I found yeah. it in school. Like I made some really great connections in school. So it was almost like I paid to make friends. <laughs> <laughs> But I think that that ties back to what you were saying earlier about how you really didn't discover that illustration was an option for you until you were like 24, 25. So I can see how something like that, building that network through school would be super helpful and how that was super valuable for you. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. So I think that's my biggest takeaway from school was just networking and just finding out how the industry works because I had no idea Mm -hmm. as well. And, you know, just having a space to experiment 
because you know I also found like screen printing which I fell in love with I love screen printing a lot lots of printmaking and that's when I started to experiment mm-hmm. with like um, a lot of color a lot of composition mm. that was really fun um yeah and just kind of learning a lot of illustration history yeah and just well, figuring yeah, out I think that's yeah. such a it's such a different world that you don't get exposed to unless you're kind of in it you know it's it's a weird weird yeah. space and unless you have those friends that are doing it or you know somebody that's doing it um like we talked to Mel Seri a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. and she was talking about how it was her mom's friend that introduced her to the whole world wow, of illustration yeah. and that kind of stuff but if you don't have somebody like that to kind of show you the ropes then it's it's really hard to learn I feel like fine yeah, go to school sure. then Good. Sorry, I said, <laughs> sorry, I said don't go to school, guys. Clearly, you're like, wow, Dave's wrong. What an idiot. No, well, I just, I just think that there's, there's a lot of value in it. But if there, there's definitely those people that you know, just they, they can figure it out on their own, and it's not yeah, and impossible. Awesome. But it is super helpful at the same time to it, it have that network and learn. yeah, it is for sure. Like, I think especially now with social media, it's a lot more easier to find that community online, I suppose, mm-hmm. as well. And um, just kind of be more exposed to illustration. Totally. Yeah. Cause yeah. for me, my illustration, I think first exposure was my graphic design boss who was like, Hey, you're drawing a lot of the time you should be working. <laughs> Maybe graphic design isn't for you. Yeah. He was like, I kindly think you should step back from this. No, that, yeah. That's a really good point. Same thing happened to me. I went to school for graphic design. I got a mm-hmm. BS in graphic design. And uh, and then I, I uh, went into the world of art direction. But if you're drawing more than you're designing... And if you have to like, if you're dealing with a font or creating them and you're like, I wish I could be drawing that, like make the transition. Don't fool yourself. If you're a designer, (laughs) you'll know it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a totally different thing. If you're drawing a lot, illustrate. Yeah, for sure. Waste the $70,000. I mean, like if I, if I, I think if I had a lot more like self-confidence in myself, I wouldn't have gone to school. But the fact that I just, I just felt so lost. I really wanted mm-hmm. to do this and I didn't know how to start. That's why yeah. I kind of chose the school path because I just, I needed somebody else to kind of guide me and somebody else to tell me that you can do this and not just my own feeble whisperings saying, <laughs> feeble whisperings. I think, <laughs> I think you can do this, but I'm not sure. You're pretty great. I think kind of sometimes, yeah, not really. Actually, you yeah, know what? Exactly. Not really. No, I'm with, I went yeah. to school for the same reason. You're 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 right on the the money there. Like if if you kind of need someone else to to guide you, it's totally mm-hmm. fine. I did. Yeah, exactly. And I I don't regret it. Well, when I think about the money, I do. <laughs> yeah, that's the only. The regret. money isn't everything. Yeah. Yeah. I just watched both sides wrestle in your brain of, I know. do I know? Oh. <laughs> it, it's crazy. I, I just paid off my loans this year. So I'm like, yeah, Oh, school. congratulations. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I, I remember talking to my classmates. We were considering joining the army because it would, like, cancel out your school debt. That's not a bad <laughs> idea. I, I, I didn't know that was that was the op- an option. I would have done that a long time ago. Yeah, apparently and if you probably do, would have like... been a war hero, guys, let's be honest. <laughs> And no school debt, amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think that 
It's so helpful. And I, I think this is something that people see in a lot of different fields, not just illustration, is that, you know, school, a lot of the times you don't actually learn everything that you need to know. It's kind of just mm-hmm. preparing you to get in there and, and get your hands dirty. Yeah, yeah. 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 But something else that I noticed about you, Helen, mm-hmm. moving on with the conversation, is mm-hmm. that you're really passionate about a lot of different things. And I think that oh, even just in this conversation, you. like you have a lot of passions, you know, you have illustration, tattooing. I know you used to do MMA fighting as well. You yeah. love your dog. You're oh, passionate about dog. women's <laughs> rights and just everything going on in the world. Um, so have you ever dealt with people telling you that you kind of need to focus on one thing and and pick a lane? Hmm. No, I haven't. I think... Really? No, I, th- I think... <laughs> Not yet, at least, because maybe because I never really thought of myself as a passionate person. I have this. I, I always feel like I need to be more passionate. <laughs> no, I feel like you're super passionate. <laughs> yeah, so maybe that's why. So if people who tell me that, I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm not passionate <laughs> at all. I need to be double passionate. <laughs> no, I feel like I have the same sentiment about myself because I'm I'm passionate lightly about a lot of different things Mm -hmm. and so I feel like you know sometimes I feel that imposter syndrome creeping in yeah I think that's what it is you know maybe I should be more passionate about just one thing and so it's more of an internal struggle I guess than anybody ever telling me you know yeah you should just do one thing um yeah I know it can be tough it can be tough but I think I don't really hmm I think when I'm outspoken I suppose about the things that I draw I don't feel guilty about being loud about them. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. passion. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> passion has that risk yeah. feeling where you're like, you know what? I'm so passionate about this. Even though I love this thing, there's still a part of me that's kind of pissed off. Like there's yeah, a fire yeah. in, in your gut about it. Yeah, like I feel like I, I need to share this. And, you know, if you, if you don't agree with me, then, well, that's... That's your problem. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Totally. And hopefully they'll keep making it a problem so that you can be more passionate about keep it and end up back, murdering maybe. that person. <laughs> which is the most I passionate thing you can do. I keep drawing my dog. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I think it's just interesting. Yeah. I'm, I'm really happy you said that, though, because I never thought yeah. I am I'm like a passionate person. <laughs> well, this MMA yeah. fighting thing is... is fascinating me right now so have you actually taken on fights have you been in a like an amateur fight oh no i am no way <laughs> strong enough i would just be demolished <laughs> you trained in mma did, did you learn train. like uh, jujitsu and stuff no i i mma is a well, what's it called it's a mix martial of, arts yes but the two main ones are Muay Thai and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. That's what I said. So it's like, Jiu-Jitsu. Yes, Jiu-Jitsu. <laughs> and I really enjoyed it. Um, I found out a lot about myself, about how I don't like hitting people. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> like I really had to push myself to hit somebody hard, even though that was the whole point of the class was like to hit someone. Yeah. And I just, I just apologize all the time, be like, I'm so sorry. And they'd be like, what? No, what are you saying sorry for? So I think that's what I really liked about MMA was learning not to apologize for things because you're meant to do what you're meant to do. Yeah. And if you have to do this thing, then you should do it. 
So I think so I think that's incredible yeah. about you. You're clearly somebody who is not afraid of change and definitely going outside your no. comfort zone. Like if you don't like hitting somebody, you wouldn't train in MMA. And I really appreciate that that you pushed yourself to that point where you're like, I'm going to go do something that I I have kind of no desire to do, and I'm going to find mm-hmm. out what it's like. Yeah, I think. Yes, I I do like being curious. Yeah. It's kind of frightening, but um, it in the end I think it helps me a lot. Like it takes a lot of um, anxiety suppression. Like I have to quiet those again yeah. feeble whisperings, but they're quite strong. <laughs> where they're like, "This is really scary. Don't do it." <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, you know what? Let me just try. And if, if you're right, then you're right. But if I'm right. <laughs> do, you, do you find that an adve- adventurous spirit uh, informs or the uh, vast array of experiences that you've had informs your art? Does that like inspire pieces to go oh, out? Oh, absolutely. And- yeah, yeah. I think most of the pieces I really enjoy making are the ones that are informed by the activities I'm doing and the experiences I'm actually having in my life. Yeah. I think that's where I have the most fun because... Oh, I think the most important thing I learned from art school was draw what you like and draw what you know. Yeah. And draw no one never told Yeah, draw what you know because it's I'm gonna feel kind of ingenuine if I draw if I pretend to draw something I don't know anything about. Here's my theory, yeah. Helen. Yeah. I think this character that you've made up is you having yeah, all of these experiences. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, and I think it's so interesting because, you know, some people might hear that. Like I hear the words draw what you know or do what you know, and I feel limited by that. I feel like, oh, you know, I have to stay in my bubble, stay in my lane, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. know what it is that I do and then and then continue doing that. But I think it's so interesting that you take that and you say, okay, you know, if I need to draw what I know, I'm just going to expand my experiences. I and need to know everything. all. Yeah. Do you think yeah. you know everything, Helen? Yeah. Do you think you're better than us? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Don't you know? I'm I'm legendary. <laughs> we think you are. <laughs> yeah. No, because even just talking about like your moves and everything and the MMA fighting and, and all that stuff, you're like, oh, yeah, like I was really anxious about it. But then you just you just do it. And you know, you, you move yeah. to New York and you go to school and you move to Poland just because, you know, your husband wants to move to Poland and you're like, sure, whatever. Sure, why and then, not? I'm poor. Yeah. <laughs> it's just awesome. I feel like that's so thank badass. You. Yeah, me too. Oh, thank you. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, now that we know that Helen is one of the most badass illustrators Aww. on the roster, I would say, do you have kind of any anything you want to share? Where can we find you? Where can we keep up with with everything you're doing and learning and experiencing. I would say Instagram. It's the only one I can really keep up to date with. And even <laughs> that is, I'm not up to date on at all on <laughs> my Instagram. And I guess that's at helen.of.coy. And that's my Instagram handle. Um, in terms of illustration, I think it's up to date. My tattoos, unfortunately, I'm still posting my February <laughs> tattoos. I will get to this month at some point. <laughs> I'm not super great with social media. I feel a little bit, you know, behind on that, but I will no get worries. on it. Yeah. It happens. Life happens. Yeah. Life happens. We go on. <laughs> and it's been such a tiring year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh boy. Why? What? Do we know Why it? Is that? No, it's this is uh, 
you, you uh you're a fascinating individual helen it's been a great chat oh, thank you so much yeah thank you so much for having me it's been great yeah of course yeah i i i look at your work all the time i'm uh still gonna try to to steal your eyes somehow and then people will be like hey Absolutely. helen dries eyes like that and we're like no she took uh. it from me guys <laughs> <laughs> no, but this has been a, a a great chat um uh, thank you again. The the wonderful, amazing, awesome. fascinating, and super tough, and uh, multi-experienced Helen Lee. <laughs> sure. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in to the Closer and Closer podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review to receive the latest episodes. You don't want to miss some of the incredible conversations that we have coming up. They'll be full of powerful insight to help you reach your full creative potential. To find out more about us, visit www.closerandcloser.co.